Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Retirement Coach Podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host. Today's edition is entitled Scrabble for the Scrambled Mind. My spouse and I like to play games. When we were much younger, we played the card game Bridge with others. But that's given way to gin rummy because we need only each other to play. We also like to play board games. Some games, such as chess, depend completely on players' skill, while many games, such as snakes and ladders, require no decisions by the players and are decided purely by luck with the roll of a dice. Many games require some level of both skill and luck. A player may be hampered by bad luck in backgammon. Monopoly or risk, but over many games, a skilled player will win more often. Of course, the element of luck can make for more excitement and more diverse strategies, and luck may be introduced into a game by a number of methods. The use of dice of various sorts goes back to the earliest board games. These can decide everything from how many steps a player moves, their token, as in Monopoly, to how their forces fare in battle, as in Risk. Other games, such as Sorry, use a deck of special cards that, when shuffled, create randomness. Scrabble does something similar with randomly picked letters. Other games use spinners, timers of random length, or other sources of randomness. Another important aspect of some games is diplomacy, that is, players making deals with one another. Negotiation generally features only in games with three or more players, cooperative games being the exception. In Risk, two or more players may team up against others. Tapping your fingers won't speed me up, my spouse says to me without looking up from the Scrabble board, thoroughly engrossed in her next move. We both enjoy Scrabble. Sorry, I sigh and wait patiently for her next diabolical invention. To say that we are competitive is to observe that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. However, our competitive styles are radically different. I embody the quick strike, the big guns, huge offensive, burn bridge, scorched earth. You get the picture? Most men blindly follow those erratic steps. In contrast, my spouse, like many women, is the quintessential field general, cautious, reserved until an inevitable opportunity when she spots a weakness and then quickly moves in to clobber me. I think women count on men's haste-is-waste methodology and follow my spouse's tactical brilliance. They don't get credit because the unfortunate aspect of all this is that men are compelled to be loud, acutely melodramatic, win-or-lose oriented, while women simply go quietly and methodically about their business, clobbering us time after time. This is precisely how Charlie Brown feels each time that Lucy pulls the ball away from his trusting foot. It's not fair. That's how my spouse and I play Scrabble. Play, of course, is not the best word. I wage Scrabble while she perfects it, takes it to a new dimension. Scrabble has become a ritual. We have a candle lit and positioned before each match, like the Olympic flame. We turn the wooden letters one by one and then shuffle the tiny squares precisely three times. We draw for first move. She always goes first. The winner picks the letter closest to A. I usually win this part, the only part that I win. 
Our Scrabble history reminds me of Mary Shelley's Dr. Frankenstein. He creates a monster, and it gets unleashed. My spouse is not endowed with extraneous body parts, liberated from motley graveyards in the dead of night. But rather, each game that we play, she gets progressively stronger. In early games, we enjoyed close encounters. A few contests won by mere points. Exciting moments because I thought that I had a chance. That's changed. The turning point was a game when she slowly laid down three letters to spell T-A-Q. Q is worth 10 points. She not only had placed letters on a double word score, but she had also placed the Q squarely upon a triple letter score. She stood to garner 96 points from a mere three letters. I challenged the word. I had never heard of tack before. Someone who could invent a Q word without a companion letter U was definitely a dangerous opponent. I reached for the Oxford Dictionary on the tabletop. It's the name of an enzyme, dear, she said. I learned it from our daughter at Christmas. Ha! So that was the situation. My daughter had betrayed me. She is taking science at university. She and my spouse played Scrabble during the holidays. Now I would be subjected to the brunt of my spouse's new biological knowledge. It wasn't fair. I placed an O beside an R and was awarded two whole points. Whoopee doo. Normally a good score is anything that approaches 300 points. Yesterday, she achieved 300 halfway through the game with an amazing performance of double word and triple letter scores. Also, she had all the big guns, the letters X, Z, J, and Q. At the end, she had a mass close to 400 points, double my score. It was phenomenal. She was truly in the zone, deeper than San Francisco's quarterback Joe Montana in the Super Bowl. During the game, she had employed the word quid. Midway, she added an S to pluralize it, and on the last play, another S at the beginning to make it squids. I knew how Captain Nemo felt when the monster had wrapped itself around his submarine. It's not fair. Hopefully, like the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team, she will soon enter a slump. Scrabble is a good game for seniors to help keep them mentally sharp, but playing against one's spouse for men can be a humbling experience. If you want to know about the exciting life of a retiree, listen to more podcasts here. Those with puzzling questions about retirement can contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. And don't forget about my book, Don't Ever Quit, a journal of coping with crisis and nourishing spirit, available in paperback and as an ebook from Amazon. I'm Mike Keenan, your retirement coach. It's my hope that these podcasts might inspire a chuckle or two. Life confronts us with many adversities as we age. To cope with these setbacks, it's best to cultivate a sense of humor. Laughter is a powerful ally. It can take down crooked leaders, corrupt officials, and even inspire hope. That's what the Retirement Coach Podcasts are all about. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and tune in again next week.